Hey there, single lady. Today I'm going to talk with you about a relationship that I had before I married for the first time, happily, at 46. And I'm going to talk with you about three lessons that I learned from that breakup and from a subsequent relationship after that that can help you in your single life right now. And I would dare to say that this is probably one of the most important podcasts that I will put out there because it's something that I see happen with a lot of women. All right, stay tuned. Welcome to the Single Over 30 podcast with dating and relationship coach Shanna Schutte. Shanna is here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. All right. When my husband and I, we started dating, I remember after we'd been talking for a while, he told me, he said, wow, you have a lot of stories. And I said, well, you know, I was single for a very long time. And when you're single for a long time, you collect a lot of stories, meaning what he meant was you've collected a lot of dating and relationship stories. And that's what happens when you're single. And some of those stories are not so pleasant. But one of the things that we can do in order to deal with those negative stories or the negative things that happen in our dating and relationship life is to know how to handle them. Because if we do not handle them the right way, they can cause us to make poor decisions. And that's exactly what I'm going to talk with you about today. So you may have heard me say that when I was in my early 20s, I had a very bad breakup from a guy that I had dated for three and a half years. And that breakup was so painful for me. I didn't think that I was ever going to be able to open my heart again. And I didn't think I could ever handle getting hurt again. And I thought that I wasn't worth loving, that I wasn't worth forgiving. There was just a bunch of garbage that I believed, a bunch of lies that I believed on the tail end of that breakup. So as you can imagine, I went into my single life, into my future, carrying all of these lies with me. I'm not lovable. I can't trust myself to make a good decision, which is something I hear a lot from single women that I coach. I can't handle ever getting hurt again. Some women believe men always leave. No men are trustworthy. You can't trust anybody. There can be all kinds of lies that we believe after a breakup or after some sort of painful experience or painful betrayal. It can happen even when we were the one that we feel like we failed, right? And in my situation, I felt like I was the one that blew it in this relationship that I was in. And so I didn't feel like I could trust myself to make a good choice because I broke up with a guy that I had been dating for a long time, as I mentioned, and then I regretted that decision. Uh, But he had moved on and there was just a lot of bad feelings between us. And I blamed myself for years for what happened in that relationship. So like I said, you can imagine I'm carrying all of this baggage with me. And I was pretty much shut down all through my 20s emotionally, not willing to take a risk. And then when I got into my late 20s, I started thinking, okay, I need to start being more open to the possibility of relationship. I knew that there were some things in my heart that were holding me back. And I knew that fear was a big thing. I felt like I couldn't give and receive love. I wasn't sure what to do about it, but I decided that I should try to be more open. So along comes a guy that I met in a local Christian bookstore. I had moved to Houston, Texas, and um, I was away from family. There was nobody around me who I really knew. This guy comes along and he immediately tells me that he's interested in dating me. And because I lacked self-confidence and I lacked boundaries, I allowed myself to move into a committed relationship with him 
And also because I didn't really know how to date, right? I didn't know about stages, like what I often teach when I coach. So I immediately moved into a committed relationship with him. And that relationship turned out to be very unhealthy. So after probably about four months, eight months, maybe he started yelling at me and he yelled at me the entire time that we dated. And I remember feeling very, very trapped. Now you might be thinking, well, why in the world would you stay in a situation like that? And I'd mentioned in one of my previous podcasts that all of the seeds were inside of me for me to get sucked into relationships with red flag men. And some of those seeds were these beliefs that I had. So I stayed in this relationship for almost three years or so. And I remember there was one night he and I had gone out shopping. I don't remember where we had gone, but we were in his truck. We were sitting in front of his car and he started screaming at me, telling me that he was going to leave and that he did not want me to be there when he got back. So I am a long suffering peep. I like to give people compassion and grace. And so as I've gotten older, I've learned how to set boundaries better. So we're sitting in front of his house. He's screaming at me. Tears are just streaming down my cheeks. He tells me to leave. So something finally stood up on the inside of me. And I decided, okay, you can eat your words this time because I had been living under him yelling at me this entire time and I was done. So I got out of the truck. I got in my car and I went home. And I felt such relief because finally I was out from underneath someone who was being oppressive toward me. And so I called my mom and I told her what had happened. We kind of laughed a little bit. Not that it was a funny situation, but laughter as in I felt relieved to be out of that situation. Later on, I realized why I stayed stuck in that situation for so long. And it was because what I just mentioned, I didn't believe that I could make a good choice and I didn't believe I could handle getting hurt again. So when you put those two things together, what that resulted in was me staying in a situation that I shouldn't have ever been in because I didn't trust myself. And all along, there are all these red flags going off inside of me. And I knew that this wasn't good the way that he was treating me. But because I was afraid of getting hurt again and didn't feel like I could make a good choice and didn't feel like if I made a choice, it would be the right one. And I didn't feel like I could handle it if it you know, went wrong. So I stayed in it. So after I got out of it, what I realized was I knew all along the right decision. I can make a good choice. I was right about what I was perceiving, but I just wasn't trusting myself. So here's a big thing that I want to point out to you that's huge. And if you can remember this one phrase that will help you, wherever there is fear, there is control. So I was being controlled in an unhealthy relationship because I was afraid. I was afraid I couldn't make a good choice. I was afraid of getting hurt. All of this fear was controlling me. So that's one thing that I want you to remember that if you are ever in a situation in your single life or in some sort of relationship where there is fear, you are being controlled or you could be controlled unless you look at it and go, no, you are not going to control me, fear. I see you. I am not going to be under your domination. Sometimes we have fear just because uh, maybe we have some anxiety around relationships and we could experience a really great relationship, but because of the things that have happened in our past, maybe uh, we are experiencing some anxiety or fear. But in my case, I was allowing fear to control me. 
So the second thing I learned is that I could make a good choice. Some people, they lean on God for direction. They have spiritual insight. Some people have counselors that they lean on or friends. All of these things all together, when you put them all together and the whole issue of taking your time, these things create an environment in which you really can make a good decision. And the third thing that I wanna share with you to take out of this lesson about this messy relationship that I was in is that it's really, really important to clean up your past before you move on to a relationship. If you went through something that was really difficult and there's something inside of you that's going, you know, I just feel stuck or I feel like I'm trapped in the past or I feel like I'm dealing with all of this guilt or I'm grappling with lies that I believed about myself. You may not even know what those lies are until you sit down with someone. But if there's something inside of you telling you that you feel like you are stuck and that you are not living in freedom, you wanna take care of that because you will end up carrying that into your next relationship. And just like it happened in my life, you can end up carrying that and it will end up controlling you and it will cause you to make choices that you shouldn't make. So I've talked recently about how if a woman believes that she's unlovable, It can cause her to be in a situation or to attract men to her who don't treat her right, who aren't good to her. And she allows men to stay in her life that she shouldn't because she's trying to prove that she is lovable. So that's an example. If you've got beliefs like this that have come out of a breakup or something bad that has happened to you, you want to clean that stuff up. So that means when I say clean it up, get some coaching. You know, I'd be happy to talk with you about my one-on-one coaching program. You can head on over to shannashootycoaching.com and set up a breakthrough session with me and I'll talk to you about one-on-one coaching. Or you can get some help from a counselor, someone who knows what it's like to be single. I always say it's good if you can find someone who knows what it's like, that they've been there, they've gone through the things that that you've gone through, and they know how to help you navigate that. So you do not, this is my big takeaway from today, is you do not want to just end a relationship and either bounce into another one or go a long period of time and feel stuck and then know that there's still things holding you back and just ignore them and not clean them up. Lots of times one of the things that singles don't do is that we do not get help for the experiences that we have in our lives. Just because we weren't married maybe, just because it wasn't a marital breakup doesn't mean that it wasn't hugely significant to your emotional health. And it doesn't mean that it can't really affect you. You can become empowered so that you can have that relationship with a trustworthy marriage-minded man who adores you. It happened in my life. It can happen in yours too. All right. I hope this has been really helpful that you've been encouraged as usual. And remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And if you haven't, like I said, head on over to shannashootycoaching.com and set up a free 30-minute breakthrough session with me if you'd like to talk with me about my one-on-one coaching program. And also remember to keep it sunny. Talk with you soon. Keep it sunny, baby. Keep it sunny, baby. Keep it sunny, baby.